Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome. Hey, what up, school squad? What's going on, my family? What's going on, my people? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Hey, man, welcome to another Tuesday night. It is another great night for each of us to shift. Let me get a squad. I saw some of y'all pressing. Typing, typing with caps lock. Y'all were going. It was real. It was real big. Squad, squad. Hey y'all. So um, it is now May the twenty sixth. It is the final Tuesday of our first series of the year. You have made it thus far. You have made it. First love tonight, man. We're gonna wrap this thing up. We're gonna wrap up the series. Um. And it's not that, you know, we like, I, I put a time limit on it saying, okay, well, each month will be a, a series just for the 30 days or whatever the case may be. But there's there's something, like God, has, God is already moving. And there's something that he has already been saying, something that he's communicating throughout this entire series. And I believe that tonight we're going to just wrap this whole thing up, put all the ingredients together, each part, all four parts before tonight, and we're going to stir the pot up. We're going to mix it all up. And we're going to realize that this, this big pot of gumbo that we have was really just God calling out saying, hey, I want you back. I want you back. Bad, bad. If you have been off the course, it is the perfect time to come back. If you've been sleeping at the wheel, it's the perfect time to wake up. If you've been denying, been running from your calling, it is the perfect time to jump out of that boat. All right? Jump out that boat, let that whale swallow you up. <laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead and get straight into it. For those that do not know, my name is Baca. I am the Young Adult Pastor for Shift College and Young Adult Ministry, which is the Young Adult Ministry for World Changers Church, the greatest church in the world. World Changers Nation, where you at? I'm throwing my doves on down with World Changers cuss. World Changers cuss. <laughs> um, tonight, man, uh, as I said, it, it is the finale and um, have you enjoyed this series thus far? Like, have you received like revelation? Has have you been challenged? Have you been impacted? Have you have your eyes been opened? Has something hit you where you've been like, I needed that. That was for me. Now I don't know about y'all, but I will speak for myself. That has been me this entire series. This entire series has been uh back to back occasions of I needed that. That was for me. That was for me. <laughs> so if you haven't already, if this is your first time seeing us, if this is your first time meeting me, and you're like, okay, well, what are you talking about? It's first love. How am I here at the end? Maybe I don't need to be here because it's already at the end of the series. Pump your brakes. The thing is, you can go back. You can rewatch all of the messages. You can also, if you say, oh, I can't watch it. I'm so busy. During quarantine, I'm so busy. Then you can also just check out our podcast and you can listen to the replays. But Tonight is part five, or in other words, the finale, and I call tonight Ready for Love. Ready for Love. As um, the prophetess India Ari says so eloquently, I am ready for love. <laughs> Whatever. That, hey, man, don't, don't judge me. I just, I love music, and I know that God communicates through just many forms, and I, I'm, I am really really excited about tonight 
So I'm going to go ahead and pray this thing in, and I'm going to just jump straight into it, all right? All right, so Father God, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, for all that you are. We thank you, Father God, for this series. We thank you, Lord, for tonight. We thank you, Lord God, that the eyes of our understanding is enlightened. We get to hear you, see you, experience you like no other time that we've done so before. I thank you, Lord God, that you said in your word where two or more are gathered in your name that you are there in the midst. So, Lord, we receive your presence and we thank you for being here. Right now, Father God, I just thank you and I praise you for the opportunity to even minister tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for each and every shifter under the sound of my voice. And I thank you, Father God, that even after tonight, Father, that we will continue to draw closer to you because you are already here. So, Lord God, I thank you for our our pursuit being intensified, Father. I thank you, Lord, for our understanding being being even even strengthened even further, Father. And I just thank you, Lord God, that on tonight it will be all of you and none of me. I bind up any satanic attempts of, of trying to distract, of trying to interrupt, of trying to, to cause any type of confusion or whatever. Satan, you have no place. This is not your house. This is God's house. So, Lord God, I just thank you right now, and I loose the angels right now just to cover this message. I thank you, Lord God, that we are free from any interruptions, any distractions, any technical difficulties, any whatsoever, and you have free reign to do as you do, which is be God. So, Lord God, we just I just yield myself completely to you. Holy Spirit, let it be all of you and none of me. Flow through this entire message, Lord God, and I just praise you, Father, that the outcome will be that we are impacted and our lives are changed for the better. We thank you, Lord God, for our pastors, Pastor Creflo and Taffy Dollar. And we just thank you, Lord, for our worlds being completely changed. And it's all because of you. And it's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Everybody that agrees said amen. Amen. All right, guys. So um, huh, I'm really excited. Okay. You already know what I'm about to say. I got to slow down. All right. <laughs> But uh, last week, man, last week was super dope. Um, it was, it, it, it just, it just made sense. Last week was just, it was just awesome. Just one look. Um, I pray that you got a lot out of that. And, um, and we're just going to continue to go up as we, as we just have to do. So with tonight, uh, with being ready for love, I want to start it with, um, I want to start it with this, uh, this, this line that, um, that has just been playing in my head as I was preparing for this. And um, it comes from the Bishop Common. You might have heard of him. He uh, he he passes a church in uh, Chicago, out of Chicago, so uh, he's a traveling minister. <laughs> but the line says, I never knew a la, la, love, a love like this. It got to be something for me to write this, right? And... I believe the reason why this line has been in my mind or just kind of floating around this entire time is because when I really think about God and I think about Jesus, I've never knew a love like this ever. I mean, I don't know about you. Maybe you're like, nah, I knew a love like this. It was Daquan. Daquan loved me like this. First of all, no, he didn't. Uh, Daquan can't even, he, he can't even, he can't even spell the kind of love like this. You hit me what I said, but when I, when I think about God and I think about Jesus and I think about his love and I think about how he loves me, I never, ever knew a love, love, a love like this. And it got to be something for me to write this, for me to express this, for me to communicate this, for me to share this type of love. So tonight, with tonight being ready for love, I want you to kind of 
have that line in your forefront that I never knew a love like this. Because I one thing with being ready for love, we have to also understand that that, that God's love just don't make no sense. <laughs> it just don't make no sense. It's overwhelming. It's too good. It's too good to be true. It's like, how? Why? Where? What? Huh? Like, it's all of that, right? So, um, this I read this quote, and it's, it's just so perfect um, as we start off with tonight. And this quote says, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. I'm going to repeat that again just in case you want to write it down. It, it was such an awesome quote. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. It's from Sorian, uh, I can't even say the last name, Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard? <laughs> but um, Soren Kierkegaard, uh, I apologize if you're watching and I butchered your name. But um, <laughs> when it comes to God, to be honest, I feel like we have it backwards. Right. It's like we want God on our own terms. It's like we want this custom relationship, this custom fit um, experience, uh, whatever you want to call it. Religion for most is what they call it. It's not a religion for me. This is a relationship, baby. <laughs> you hear me what I said? But it's like we want this custom relationship, this custom fit thing based on what's comfortable to us and according to our own preferences. It's like we want to do what we want and have what we want when we want it. Right, And I'm talking about as believers. I'm not even talking about the world. The world, it is what it is. It is what it is. But as believers, it's like, it's almost like we we kind of fall into that same thing where we're just like, well, I want what I want when I want it. And most of us, are, to be honest, we'll hear that statement and say, I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, I want what I want when I want it. Yeah, yeah, okay. But also, it's like we're walking around like... <laughs> Like, we want the sex, but we don't want the marriage, right? Like, we want the benefit, but we don't want the lifestyle, right? It doesn't work like that. Let me, some of y'all type that in, in, the, in the comments right now. Just say, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You can't have one without the other. It's either all or nothing. You want sex without the marriage? You want the benefit, but not the lifestyle? That's not what it is. This is all or nothing. And it's crazy because I even, um, you know, if we're being honest, you'll even find, and as we'll kind of get into it a little further, but you'll even find that sometimes we, we base our interactions with God based off of the benefit, right? And that's, that's just not the way to go. Let me not get too far ahead of myself because I almost jumped all the way out there. Swoosh, <laughs> splash. So <laughs> now I'm sure that we all have heard this scripture um, we've all heard the scripture, and the scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So accurate. He will give you the desires of your heart. But it's like when we read that scripture or when we hear that scripture, if we're honest, we kind of translate it our own way. And I'll, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to do the translation for us. Um, this is kind of how we translate it. We hear... Because the whole scripture is, delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But when we hear it, we hear, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. In other words, God is going to grant my wishes. That's kind of what we hear. Like, all right, you know what? 
Let you serve the Lord. He will give me the desires of my heart. It's like we cut the first half off and we just jump straight into, he's going to give me the desires of my heart. Let's read it for ourselves. So it's like we only read God's word based on the benefit alone. And when we aren't looking to hear God's heart, it's like we just want the gift, right? We're only seeking out his hand and not his face. And that's not the way to go. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Um, so let's actually, uh, I did not want to get too far ahead of myself. Let's, let's go ahead and turn to, let's go to Jeremiah 17 and 9. We're going to go to Jeremiah chapter 17 and 9. And I'm going to read from the King James Version and then the Message Translation. All right, let's see here. So Jeremiah, let me get there myself. <laughs> All right. All right, so Jeremiah 17 and verse 9. And the reason the King James, the heart is deceitful above, above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So you might be like, okay, what does that have to do with anything? Let's read that in the message translation. And I'm going to just read verse 9. I went a little ahead of myself. But in verse 9 it says, The heart is hopelessly dark and deceitful, a puzzle that no one can figure out. But I, God, search the heart and examine the mind. So that's just verse 9. Now, the reason why I went there and we're kind of starting it here is because, as I said, a lot of us, we're just like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> seek God based on the benefit. But remember the scripture that we're about to actually read. But the scripture, just based on what we know, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But my question is, what is what does your heart desire? What is it that you are trying to desire? What is it that you think that you're like, well, God's going to give me the desires of my heart. So what is in your heart to desire? Like, that is really my question. Because if we're basing it off of, oh, we're just after the benefit. And as I said in in the Baca translation, that God is going to grant our wishes. Then what wishes are we thinking that God is going to grant? Because some of us, we, to be honest, again, we have it backwards. Everybody say we got it backwards. <laughs> All right, so now we're about to go to Psalms 37 and then verse 4. And we're going to read this from the King James and then the Passion Translation. But before I read it, let me, let me, um, let me say this too. Um, there's something that was in my notes. I want to make sure and read it out. Most of us have read the scripture of delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Most of us have read it. And we only read it for our personal gain. God will give me the desires of my heart. So we apply that scripture to what we desire and say, God will give me that. But when we don't see it happen on our timetable, in our timeline, we feel disappointed in God. All right, so let me read that one more time. And you'll see why I read that when we go into Psalms 37. So most of us have read the scripture of delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But when we read it, we only read it from our own perspective or for our own personal gain. 
Meaning we read it from a place of God will give me the desires of my heart. So we apply that scripture to what we desire for what our hearts desire. And remember how we just read in Jeremiah 17 that our hearts are wicked. Can't be trusted. <laughs> can't trust it. But even though we can't trust it, we, we just say, well, God is going to give me what my heart desires. But some of us, we desire things that we don't need. And that's just the truth. Some of us desire uh, <laughs> vegan chocolate chip cookies from uh, Whole Foods. I know I do. It's amazing. Some of us desire to to um, to have, we say we want a, a, a husband or a wife, but we just want to have sex. Some of us desire to to have a lot of money and just have a lot of money to say we got it and and uh, go out spending it like the prodigal son. Some We have our own desires, and a lot of times they're selfish desires because it's what our hearts desire. So to finish the, the note, we apply that scripture to what we desire, and we say that God will give me that. Some of y'all be desiring somebody's husband or somebody's wife. That ain't from God. Sure ain't. And when we don't see it happen on our timetable, in our timeline, we feel disappointed in God. And ultimately what I'm saying is sometimes we kind of feel like, well, God is supposed to give me the desires of my heart. God isn't coming through. Ugh, God will never come through. <laughs> but our hearts are wicked. So now let's go to Psalms. Let's just go ahead and jump straight into it. Psalms 37 and verse 4. Psalm 37 and verse 4. And I'm going to read this from, again, from the King James translation and then the Passion translation. So Psalms 37, verse 4. And it reads. All right, so verse 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. So that's what we already read. But again, a lot of times we read it and we just, as I've been saying really this whole time since we've been on virtual, we can't just speed past things and read it for what we think it says. We got to read it for what it actually is saying. And sometimes that means we need to go into different translations and we need to be able to hear God's heart and not just our own benefit. Because when we're reading it from that perspective, we're missing the entire picture. So now, I'm going to read it one more time in the King James, and then I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. So in the King James, it says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And as I said a moment ago, we hear that first part, and we say, yeah, 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 delight, yeah, 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 cool. And he shall give thee the desires of my heart. I desire it. God going to give it to me. All right. Now let's switch over to the Passion Translation so you can hear just how... Um, how broken down this is supposed to be. So it says in verse four, make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. Pause right there. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. Now we just read it in the King James, delight thyself in the Lord. But we just read, we, we skip past it because like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Delight thyself in the Lord. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, done deal, no problem. But as we continue, make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life, and he will provide for you what you desire the most. Mm. I'm going to read it one more time. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life, and he will provide for you what, your, what you desire the most. Now, the reason why we're starting here is because 
again, we're ready for love. And in starting here, to be honest, we, um, like I said at the beginning, like we, we kind of see things backwards. So we're only seeing, okay, well, I have these desires and God is supposed to fill these desires or give these desires to me, not realizing that what he's really saying is make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. Take delight in God. Delight yourself in God. Know God. Get to know God. Like, don't just know about God. Know God. Delight yourself. Fall. I don't like to say fall in love because we don't fall into it. But love God. <laughs> love God. And, and, and take pleasure and, and make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. And he will provide for you what you desire the most. In other words, when you take pleasure and delight in God, now your desires are based on your delight in God. But a lot of times we read it like, oh, yeah, I'm happy with God. Yeah, God love me. Mm -mm -mm. God love me. All right, give me the desires of my heart. And we separate the two as though they're, they're, they're different. They're not. Delight yourself in God. And as you delight yourself in God, he now gives your heart what your heart desires. In other words, he makes your desires delight him. He makes your delight, your desires, what you desire is now changed because now what you desire is to delight him. It's to delight in him. And it, it all goes back to that perspective of I delight myself in God. I delight myself in God. Like I delight myself and I have, I make God the utmost pleasure and delight of my life. So because, oh my gosh, I love God, but like God loves me. I just take pleasure in, in, in basking in his presence. I pursue him with everything in me. Oh my goodness. Like it's, it's God or nothing. I'm so focused on it's him. Now my desires have changed. Because I'm so focused on him, my desires are now focused on him. So now he gives my heart a new desire. He gives you a new want to. When you delight yourself in God, he makes your want to a new want to. So the want to's that you used to want, you don't want no more. Now you desire and you have different desires that he's placed on the inside of you. So when he places those desires on the inside of you, he's the one that's going to give you those desires. Because not only did he give it, he's also the one to express it. I remember, um, I'm going to share this really short story. Uh, I remember years ago, I was in love with a, a Yukon GT. It's a two-door Yukon, uh, GMC Yukon. It's like a like a, a, a bigger box version of a of a Tahoe, uh, a Blazer, whatever. It was just dope. I loved it. I, I was in love with this truck. I had pictures everywhere. I knew, like, I delighted myself in this truck. I wanted this truck. I I wanted it. <laughs> and the issue was I didn't have the money for the truck. So, make a long story short, uh, I ended up asking my brother. I have a um, I have a very large family, and one of my brothers, he. Uh, he, from my perspective, is in a position where he can actually buy me the truck or loan me the money. I didn't have the money or I was too young to even do credits or anything, but I wanted this truck. So I reached out to him and I asked him, I said, hey, um, hey, bro. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing good in school. I'm such and such. I'm such and such. And blah, 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 blah. Can you buy me this truck? He said, well, how much is the truck? Oh, I need about 5000 
I'll pay you back though. Oh, okay. So in my mind, I'm thinking, let me go ahead and pretty much get this money so I can go get this truck. But he started to make this, it, it seemed like, or feel like this task to get money from him. Where he started asking me all these questions, where my money going, what am I spending it on? And he asked for a spreadsheet. I showed him what my monthly, um, not only income, but what's going out. He started seeing and start itemizing. And I was like, wait a minute, uh, I just want you to give me the money. I just want the benefit. That's all I want. I don't care about me doing no budget. Is you going to give me the money or not? And how many of y'all know that was a completely, entirely wrong perspective to have? Especially on somebody that I, I say that I love. Because now my, my intent with him is, let me love you. Let me show you attention. Let me milk this a little bit or however long I need to just so you can give me what I want. Give me the benefit. Give me the sex without the marriage. Let's go. Drop them draws. <laughs> right? But that's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not how it is with God. But a lot of us have this mindset where we just say, well, let me pursue God based on the benefit. Oh, I need this to happen. All right. <laughs> Relationship with God time. Worship, worship. Mm, mm, yes, 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 Jesus. Yes. Glory. <laughs> But that's not how it's supposed to be. It's not based on the benefit. We're not seeking God just to get something. We're seeking God for who he is. And who he is essentially becomes who we are. And who we are is now completely different. In other words, we delight ourselves in God. And now our, the desires of our heart is completely changed. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Say it again. Who you with? Say it again. Yes. All right. So let's continue. Let's go to... Um, uh, how am I doing on time? All right. So I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to one more, two more scriptures, and then I'm going to give you a couple points on how to be ready to love, ready for love. All right. So let's go to Joshua 1 and 8. Uh, Y'all getting anything out of this so far? Because I am enjoying this. God is doing the thing, because that's what he do. Mm-hmm. All right, Joshua 1 and 8. All right, so it says in the King James, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So, essentially... Focus on God. <laughs> Meditate. Don't like keep your eyes. See, this is the thing. This is the thing that I, I again, back to the point of me saying that uh, I feel like a lot of us as believers, we, we kind of live our lives backwards, right? Where we're not supposed to. But I feel like what happens is we see, excuse me, we see, we see, okay, well, I want God to do something for me. So, let me cram all of these scriptures in my mind. Let me prove to myself that I'm a Christian. Let me let me go through all these motions and let me let me cram. Let me pretty much. <laughs> I have this test, and I know the test is coming up. Let me study the night before. Matter of fact, the morning before at four in the morning because I was I was up watching uh, Game of Thrones. So I'm gonna wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm gonna study for my test that's at eight. 
And I feel like a lot of us live our lives as believers like this because we feel like, well, let me cram everything that I know into this one moment so I feel good about what I feel that I'm prepared for. But as we just saw in Joshua 1 and 8, it says to meditate on the word day and night. Meditate on the word day and night. Let me read from the Amplified. Let me, let's see what the Amplified says. Let's amplify it a little bit. This book of the law shall not depart out of, the, out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. In other words, stay, have the, the words so before your eyes and so in, so in the forefront of your mind that literally you're delighting yourself in the Lord. You want to know how I can say that so confidently? Because... God and his word are one. God is his word. So since God is his word, the word became flesh. The word is Jesus. Jesus is God in flesh. See how this all is lining up? If you missed any of it, hey man, you need to start getting into the word. Get into Jesus. Anyway, since God and his word are one, meditate on God. Become so in the forefront of your mind who God is. Who God is to you. How much God loves you. Meditate on that because then when you do that day and night, in other words, when you consume yourself and, and delight yourself in who God is, then ultimately what, what ends up happening, you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall, shall deal wisely and have a good success. Now, the reason why I read this scripture is simply because the more we look at and focus on ourselves, we can't see God. I'm going to read that one more time. The more we look at and focus on ourselves, we can't see God. Mm, 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 mm. Let's go to one more scripture. <laughs> Isaiah 26 and 3. I'm still setting this thing up and uh, I am running out of time. So I'm going to try and get through this because I, I got some points to say. So Isaiah 26 and 3 and it reads... Sorry, I was in the Amplified Translation. So 26 and 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. So, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Amplified translation says, you will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace whose mind, both its inclination and its character is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you and hopes confidently in you. And this is really just talking about trusting God. So. Essentially, what I'm saying and what I what I believe and what I pray that you're actually getting out of this even at the beginning of this is that it's not complicated. <laughs> it's really not complicated. And we have the tendency of complicating the simplicity of God and it's not that complicated. So because of time, good Lord, this thing be just going because of time. Let me, um, let me give you these couple points. And with each point, um, I have a, a scripture along with it as well. Um, and then 
after we go through the points, I'll share a couple things and then we'll close it out. That's that's how the rest of tonight is going to go. So if you're taking notes and if you're not, take notes. <laughs> Write this down. So how to be ready for love. And again, if this is your first time, I'm sure by now you can tell I'm not talking about finding your spouse. <laughs> I'm talking about returning to the one who first loved you. Jesus. Who you with? Let me tell you, let me tell you who you with. You know what I'm All right. So how to be ready for love. Point number one. This is how you be ready for love. Don't think you know it all because you don't. Don't think you know it all because you don't. And we're going to go to Proverbs, or you can actually just write this down. I'll read it out to you. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. And actually, each scripture I'm pretty much going to read from the Passion Translation. But it is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And it reads, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. So the way to be ready for love, don't think you know it all, because you don't. A lot of us depend on what we know. We depend on the the experiences that we have. We we depend on what we read on somebody else's timeline. We We depend on things that, Honestly, it's not the answer. It's just a lot of opinions. So don't think that you know it all, but trust God because you don't know. All right. So point number two, delight yourself in him. Delight yourself in him. And we're going to go to Proverbs. I'm going to go to Proverbs 4, verses 21 through 22. All right. And it reads, and again, this is passion, the passion translation. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your, of your being. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Doesn't that sound like meditate on my word day and night? Hmm. It does, doesn't it? Doesn't that sound like he'll keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him? Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then as you unwrap my words, they will, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Message. And I implore you to study that out. All right, so now next point. To be ready for love, cast your cares on him. Cast your cares on him. 1 Peter 5 and 7. And it simply reads, pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there. For he always tenderly cares for you. Mm. Mm. I'm going to read it one more time. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there, for he always tenderly cares for you. Don't it sound like love? Give me what's heavy on you. Give me your burden. (laughs) 
my yoke is easy. My burdens are light. You give it to me. Give what you care about to me. I got you. All right, so point number four, trust God. How to be ready for love. Trust God. We're going to go to Psalm 62, 7 through 9. I told you I was like, I got I to gotta get these points. Psalm 62, 7 through 9. And it reads, God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need. For the Lord is my Savior, my hero, and my life-giving strength. Join me, everyone. Trust only in God every moment. Tell him all of your troubles and pour out your heart longings to him. Believe me when I tell you, he will help you. I got one more scripture. <laughs> Before God, all the people of the earth, high and low, are like smoke. Eh, let's just do seven through eight. Yeah, seven through eight. Well, I don't need nine. Yeah, so let me read it one more time for you so I can make sure that you got it. So verses seven and eight. God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need. For the Lord is my savior, my hero, and my life-giving strength. Join me, everyone. Trust only in God every moment. Tell him all your troubles and pour out your heart longings to him. Believe me when I tell you, he will help you. Mm. All right, then my last point. My last point. Jesus is enough. You need to write that real big. Jesus is enough. And I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. And it simply says, but he answered me, and this is Jesus talking, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. All right. Let me, let me read it one more time to make sure you got it. Verse 9 says, but he answered me, my grace is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I will celebrate my weaknesses, for when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. Because he's all I need. He's all I need. All right. I'm going to say this statement. Um... I pray that you get it. You don't have to be ready for God or you don't have to be ready for love to be ready for love. Just be ready. Open to receive God's love. I'm going to repeat it one more time. You don't have to be ready for God to be ready for God. Just be ready for God. Be open to receive his love. Now, the reason why tonight took, um, it, I guess it, it flowed the way that it flowed is because what I, what I want you to, what I believe that God is wanting for each of us to do is to be able to start to see that it's not really what we thought it was and it's a whole lot simpler than we believe it is. And it's simple because essentially what is going on is God is saying, hey, you're my people. I'm your God. You're my son. You're my daughter. I'm your father. Right? 
And essentially, what God is saying is, I just wanted you back to the way it was supposed to be. And the way it was supposed to be was, I was walking with you, showing you all that I know, all that I am when it regards to this life and to really everything. I'm pouring myself into you. But a lot that has been happening was, has been that a lot of us have, have switched from finding out who God is and learning and, and getting back to that relationship to checking off things on a list. And essentially what we've been actually doing is we've been replacing our first love, which is God, with a list of do good or a list of, of, of things we did right, a list of how to be righteous, a list of self-help, a list of this person loves me, a list of I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm only, I'm pursuing, I'm, it's about my wife, it's about my husband, like that's all my life is. If, when I get a wife or I get a husband, I'm good. It's like we, we're living it backwards. We're asking the gift giver for the gift just to get the gift and forget about the gift giver. And that is, um, that's, that's, that's super, that's stupid backwards because the one that gives you the gift has gifts to give. But a lot of us find ourselves getting the gift, taking the gift, saying, I got the gift, I got the gift and forgetting about the one who gave us the gift. And who's the one that gave us the gift? Jesus. He's the one that gave us the gift. He's the one that gave it all to us. He's the one that gave it all for us. So I find that throughout this series, and I'm going to speak for myself, but throughout this series, I find, I've been finding myself, and I don't want to say desiring like, okay, I'm not doing it, but desiring like, you know what? It's you're so much simple, simpler than, than I'm making you out to be. This life is so much simpler than I'm making it out to be. Cause really all it is is saying, Hey, you know what? I submit myself to you. You know, way more than me. The fact that you are the author and the finisher of my faith, it simply means that you, you have already ordered my stuff steps. You've already laid this whole thing out. You have already prepared the, the path. You have already won the race. So it's just on me to experience it and express to people outside of the passenger window. This is the car you want to be in. This is the life you want to live. That's really what this is all about. That it's like God is going around with this super stretch limo that has food in it, that, that has everything. And, and it's like this, this, this bubble, this bubble is protected from everything Nothing can penetrate it, and we're shielded from even our fears. We're shielded from our doubts. We're shielded from everything that's trying to separate us out of God because now that we're in this bubble, we can't be separated or even detached from it. So now we're in this bubble, and it's like God is like, don't you love how awesome this bubble is? Don't you love how awesome this life is? Don't you love that you don't have to experience what's outside? And as we're driving by, there's people on the street and our job is to open up the window and say, hey, come on in. Hey, you should be here too. Hey, you belong here. Hey, this is meant for you. 
that's that's like what this whole thing is. God is like, let's fill up heaven. Let's let's express how awesome I am. <laughs> Let me express how awesome I am through you. Let me show off. Let me show off to the point that people ask, how are you like this? How are you having this? How are you getting this? And our only response is, he is too good. It's all because of him. It's Jesus or nothing. And it makes people inquire and wonder, is he really that good? Now, you want to know why, the reason why I can say this so confidently, and the reason why I can say this, and I'm going to bring this into our own natural terms, because this is something that we all know. This is something that we all admit. This is God's agenda. Love you so much that your relationship with God becomes goals for somebody else. God wants to love you so much, express himself so much, show off so much, don you, wine you, just, just overwhelm you with his love and his goodness so much that you be your relationship with him becomes goals for somebody else. This is the only relationship goals that matters. This is it. This is the only relationship goals that matters because when this relationship is right, every relationship is hinged on it. You mean it? You mean it? Ayana and I have a great relationship. We're married. We're awesome. We love each other. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But let me be straight up honest with you. If it was not for Jesus, I don't know if we could still be together. Because there'll be things that's revealed inside of me. There'll be things that's ex that's revealed. Inside of her, there'll be things that comes out that only God can say, hey, 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 calm down. This is what it is. You need to change. You wrong. You such and such. Like, and God is the one that's mending and showing us because God is the one that says, hey, this is who I have. This is who I have. You guys are together. Let me show you how to live this thing right. But a lot of us are saying this the way we this the way we kind of we approach this thing. We approach it with saying, "Oh, man, I got a wife. Ooh, I'm praying. Lord, give me a wife. Give me a wife. Give me a wife. I get a wife. I'm married. Ooh, I'm married." Everybody says, "Man, y'all are awesome. Y'all are awesome. Y'all beautiful. Y'all a beautiful black couple. Ooh, y'all goals. Y'all goals. We are. We are goals." And now you become so consumed in yourself that you completely forget about the one that gave you the gift. That you completely forget about the, the, the fact that God is using you. God is using you. He's using you because he put the gift on the inside of you to express it for his glory. Because at the end of the day, at the beginning of it all, it is all about his glory. At the end of the day, at the beginning of it all, it is so much bigger than you. It's so much bigger than me. You mean to tell me that in quarantine, God said, hey, you know what? Y'all aren't able to meet in person. But hey, why don't you go ahead and just record your messages? Why don't you go ahead and do this thing live? Why don't you go ahead and do it as a podcast? Why don't you reach more people? And not why don't you? I'm placing those desires in you because I delight myself in him. Because when you delight yourself in him, your desires are now cha changed. You mean to tell me you think that my desire is to sit here on a on a, on a a Tuesday while my daughter is not trying to go to sleep and I'm sitting there uh, talking to y'all and she's sitting there like, I ain't sleeping. I ain't sleeping, daddy. Nope, nope, nope. And you and I'm sitting here like, okay, so if my daughter's not sleeping, 
how am I going to continue to minister and do what I need to do? You mean to tell me that that is my desire to sit here and just be like, oh, let me let me open up the word. Let me let me be here. Let me such and such. No, because my heart's desire will probably say, let me just sit outside all day and not do nothing. My heart's desire might say, let me be let me be lazy. But God placed new desires in my heart to say, I have to express his goodness to everybody I meet because you have to see that it's so much bigger than you. You have to see that this life is designed for other people to come to Jesus because of you, because you're the first Jesus they ever encounter. But if you continue to feel like you're not ready for love or you're not ready for this relationship, you're not ready for this lifestyle because your whole approach or agenda is, I'm just after the benefit. I just want the sex. I don't want the marriage. And you mean to tell me you think that you think that that because that's your focus, <laughs> listen, man, the more we look at and focus on ourselves, we can't see God. So I'm, I'm going to say this because uh, I'm lit right now. <laughs> I am like really lit. I am. Mm. This series is intended to awaken the desire in each of us to pursue God as once before. To encounter Jesus and walk in the, re in the reality of who he is every day of our lives. To no longer have to fantasize on what God could be like, but to know him exactly as he is. That's what this series is. That's, that's the whole point of this first love. Because... The way that our spirits are crying, crying out, it's like you can't deny that you don't hear your spirit like screaming out like, draw closer. It's not all on you. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to be the strong one. Let me be strong. Our spirits are crying out saying, I need a savior because this is too much. I can't do this by myself. And God is saying, yes, yes, because when you are weak, I'm made strong. That's why I can say you don't have to be ready to be ready. Just be ready. And to give, make sure that that's completely understood, the reason why I say that, the reason why I express it that way is because a lot of us feel like the only way that God can use us is if we are perfect, if we're already put together, if we don't have any cracks, if we're, we're, we're pretty much good to go. All right, we're signed, sealed, delivered. Come on, you can use me, God. And we feel like that's what God wants. God is like, look, I don't need you put together. I put together. You Humpty Dumpty. You walk around Humpty Dumpty on every wall just falling off, talking about, dang, I'm not ready yet because I keep falling. I keep cracking. And now all the king's men, they got to put me back together again. And God is like, look, you don't even got to worry about that, Humpty. I will take your dumpty self and put you right back together so that everybody can see that it was all me. And if I can do it in your life, I can do it in her life. I can do it in his life. I can do it in their life. But until we get to the point where we can stop focusing so much on ourselves, we won't ever see God for who he really is. Because truthfully, it's all about Jesus. Point blank, period.
Period, Pooh. So, are you ready for love? <laughs> because love is saying, I'm ready for you. I ask you again, are you ready for love? Because love is saying, I'm ready for you. All you have to say is, I'm ready. I'm ready right, right where I am. And you don't have to get ready. You don't got to pack no bags. You don't even got to take a shower. We got, we got water. <laughs> we got changes of clothes. Like, you don't got to worry about, you don't got to fill up. You don't got to make sure the dog fed. You don't got to make sure that, 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 um, that you, you sent out that email. You don't got to stop everything you're doing. Are you ready for love? Are you? God is love. Are you ready for God? Are you ready for Jesus? And if you really are ready, because again, we really are just ready. It's just our hearts being open saying, all right, I'm ready. If you're ready, just say, I'm ready. Type it right now. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. And put that thing out there. Let it be known that you're ready. And, and <laughs> to be honest, us just expressing to God, Lord, I'm ready. I don't, I don't have the slightest clue how, where, how, when, what, nothing. God says, cool, you don't have to because I do. I just need you to be ready for me. So let's be ready. And that's that on that. So I pray that you got something out of this tonight. Um, I definitely have many occasions where I was trying to calm myself down because to be honest, um, I don't know about y'all, but this is for me. This is for me. I am completely preaching to myself. This entire series, I'm preaching to myself. I don't claim to have it all together because I sure don't. I boast in my weakness. I need Jesus. You hear me? I need him. Need him. So, man, God is too good. Let me let me go ahead and pray this thing because uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm about to just start running. So, Father God, I just praise you and I thank you, Lord, for all that you are and that you continue to be in our lives. I thank you, Lord God, for this message, for this, this series of first love. I pray, Lord God, that we will go back and we will rewatch, we will replay, re-listen to this entire series straight through to, to be able to hear even the nuggets and hear the words behind the words. Because ultimately, Lord, we are ready for you. We cannot do this on our own and we don't want to. We need you. So, Father... I thank you, Lord God, for each and every person under the sound of my voice. I declare right now that they are blessed in all that they do. And I declare also, Father, that the words that have gone out will not return into you void, but it will accomplish that to what you have sent it to do. So I thank you, Father God, that our lives are forever impacted because we have now decided to return back to our first love, which is you. I thank you for that right now, Father. And I just praise you, Lord, for, for the testimonies, for the the reports for the, the, the tangible evidence of what it means to be back with our first love. I praise you for it right now, Father. I thank you, Lord, for all that you are. So in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Man, listen. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you know. You know. That was good. Like, Lord, you just do what you do. Um, so, um, man, I love you guys. And I'm excited for us to be on this journey together. Um, and, I mean, hey, I'm just, I'm just going after God. I'm going after Jesus because I'm, 
I'm just really seeing that lip service alone is it it really does nothing but it just slows down my movement. So I'm not trying to just say I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm pursuing God and that's such and such." No, listen. It's step by step. And I'm saying this to to each of you. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Don't beat yourself up. There's no condemnation. But to be ready for love again does not mean that you have it all together. It just means that you're ready for God. And if you're ready for God, then take it step by step. That can be five minutes step by step. That could be one conversation. But let him, as you delight yourself in God, let him change your desires. Because you, right now you might be like, Ugh, I don't be wanting to pray. I don't be wanting to read. Your desire will change because you will want to grow closer to your father. So, uh, again, man, I just, I love you guys. Um, we love you guys. And it's just the first series. First love. And I hope you're ready. We on this journey. So, uh, before I get out of here, I want to make sure to extend this. If this is your, if you're like, man, I'm so ready then I'm like, hey, can can I just pray? I wanna, I wanna just seal this thing. I wanna, I'm ready. All right, let's go ahead and handle it. So if, I don't care if you've already prayed this prayer of salvation. I don't care if you're like, hey, I'm saved, saved. Okay, that's cool. I'm not saying that you get unsaved or anything. I mean, just say it. <laughs> just confess it. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna pray the prayer of salvation together because since we are ready, let's just go ahead and just just solidify this openly let's solidify this openly so repeat this after me say father god i believe that you have died for me i received your life as my own i don't claim to know it all i don't claim to have it all together but what i know is that me and you together there's no stopping you have forgiven me of my sins and I receive it right now by faith that you have died for me and you rose again. So now I can live with you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for changing me. And thank you for changing the desires of my heart. I desire you. I'm saved. And I, I believe it with all my heart. Amen. Amen. Y'all give it up, man. Give it up for yourselves. Give it up. Y'all type it in the comments. Like, I wish we can hear each other, but I, I just want to hear your keys going. Daka, 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 daka. <laughs> man, God is too good to just be lame, man. Like, don't be no sitting duck. Like, I don't know who that was for. But uh, <laughs> I love you guys. And um, oh, oh we, we're here. We're here. Let's go, man. Let's do this thing. Let me get out of here before I start flipping some tables or something because I'm just happy, man. God is too good. First love. We return back to the first one who loved us first. You hear me what I said? All right, guys. I'll see y'all next week.